You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the 415ers podcast brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network 95.7 The Game. That's Mark Graney. I'm having Giddings set you twice a week here in the offseason. Just talking about the quarterbacks, some of our takeaways from the second week here in minicamp down in Santa Clara. Uh, the other big story coming out of that, of course, Mark, was Debo Samuel and his comments about his last season. Of course, an All-Pro in 2021 was the straw that stirred the drink for the 49ers on their route to a you know close loss in the NFC Championship. Last year, not so as much, but he obviously didn't have as great of a year, and he had this to say about his performance. How did you, would you assess your season last year? Oh, it was awful. It was awful. In what way? Every aspect. Did that leave a, a bitter taste in your mouth? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, me and Kyle had a long meeting the other day. We watched tape. Uh, we talked about it. We put it behind us. And um, just going through the tape and just look how sluggish and, like, how bad it looked on tape. Um, like I said, uh, just reflecting on last offseason, it kind of played a big role in that. And I never put nothing like that back on tape again. Did you feel it as the season was going on, or was it not until you went back and watched it? Uh, I was kind of behind the eight ball a little bit um, for us, you know, uh, being in my routine that I normally be in for the offseason, getting ready to play because, like I said, uh, a lot of distractions was going on. But, um, yeah, I kind of felt it, but I was just, you know, uh, trying to will my way to help the team in every aspect possible. You heard it straight from the horse's mouth, Mark. Debo Samuel, an awful season last year. Hopes he never puts anything like that on tape again. Your thoughts? Uh, well, it definitely was a whole lot worse than his 2021 year. I'm not sure I would characterize it as awful, uh, but what Trent Williams said was everyone's their own harshest critic, and that's certainly true. Uh, I mean, what? He had 1,700 combined yards in 2021. He was an all-pro. It's what earned him the gigantic contract last offseason. Played 13 games last year, was banged up with injury here and there, but had almost 1,000 fewer total yards, 864 combined yards last season he still had big plays he still came through in big moments for the 49ers um, but no one is going to doubt that Debo Samuel was anywhere near where he was last year as he was in 2021 that is as plain you can see it in the stats if you could see it if you're just watching individual games he was nowhere near the spark plug that he was the previous season uh, so if, if you're a 49er fan, you want to hear Debo Samuel come out and say this. The one thing that's a little interesting to me, Evan, is he he kind of blamed it if there was blame to go around on his slow start because he was late joining the team through their offseason programs because of his trade request, because of his desire to get the gigantic contract, which he ultimately got. Now, who knows? We don't know for sure if he actually wanted to be traded or if that was just a negotiation tactic. But the fact that he partially at least blames his, as he says, awful 2022 season because of the whole offseason. Now, he didn't say that the trade demand and 
and all of that. Just the offseason, which we can infer means the, the trade request and everything following that. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Debo, but that's kind of on you. Uh, and and you, you need to, you know, make sure that you're ready and you have your body ready and you're ready to go when the season does come around. And this time there's no excuses now. Um, so I think it's interesting the added on comment there after calling the season awful, why the season was awful because of last year's off season. Okay. I get it. Understandable, but that's at least half on you. And there's no excuses this time around because you're under contract. You have the gigantic contract you've been waiting for, for a long time. Yeah. It certainly could be about not wanting to make excuses and wanting to put last year behind him, you know, 1800 yards to 864, whatever it was is a steep fall off. I know he dealt with some injuries and I think a big reason that he was a little worried about not getting that deal is just because he'd never stayed healthy throughout an entire season before 2021. Or of course thereafter, uh, 18 touchdowns to five touchdowns total is a huge drop off. But when I hear Debo Samuel talk about his awful season being connected to kind of the contract negotiations and not being in camp here at this time last year, I hear Charlie Sheen. I hear money talks. And I think that's also what is provoking a potential resurgent year for Debo. Last year, he was comfortable. He got his bag. And he spent the majority of the offseason trying to get the money that he was deserved based off of his stellar first-team All-Pro 2021 year, in which I think we can all identify him as the best offensive player on that team. Now, moving forward, there are also some decisions that the Foreigners have to make upcoming after this next year. Now, Debo's going to get his money. His, maybe not the fully guaranteed $70 million, but he got paid. Now, it's about securing his spot on the roster for the future, improving that he is closer to the 2021 version of Debo Samuel than the 2022. But it all comes back to money. You wanted to get paid last offseason. Totally understandable. This upcoming year, you want to, of course, pick up that $19 million check, but you also want to pick up the rest of it down the line. $20 million, $20 plus million. And I think that it's not a, it's, it's, it, I don't want to frame it like it's a selfish thing that, that he's kind of going through, but I think he realizes, you know, there's a lot of importance on this year. There's a lot of pressure on him to perform, and he cannot afford to have a year like he did last year if one, he wants to stick around, and two, of course, he wants to, you know, be as good as he was in 2021. So I think there's a lot of factors that play into that soundbite of him calling himself awful, as well as not wanting to put anything like that on tape again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and I think in addition to that, it's, okay, look at how Brandon Ayuk has come into this offseason. Uh, he has been the star of 49ers OTAs and now minicamp so far. Uh, on Wednesday of this week, Diamondor Lenore, uh, who is a likely starting quarterback cornerback for the 49ers, said 
Uh, Brandon Ayuk is the toughest wide receiver on the 49ers to cover. And he thinks Brandon Ayuk has a top five wide receiver season in him coming up in 2023. So I think this comment for Debo Samuel about his awful season and how he's promising that it's not going to happen again, I think it's it's him admitting that he's feeling a, a bit of pressure. He knows he has to put up a great season once again this year because you're right. What's coming up next offseason for the 49ers is a gigantic decision. And as you break down the, the numbers, as you look at the roster, as you look at the contracts, and you look at just the players the 49ers have, and you try to avoid any potential redundancy, it seems like there's a decision coming for the 49ers between Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Which one are you keeping and which one are you getting rid of? And I think Debo Samuel wants to be a 49er for as long as the 49ers want to keep him around. I think he loves Kyle Shanahan's system. He loves, obviously, the success that this team has enjoyed since Debo Samuel was drafted here a handful of years ago. I think he wants to be a 49er. I could be wrong in that, but I think he does. So I, I think considering that decision that's likely coming up next year, considering the the upward trend that Brandon Ayuk is on, I think Debo Samuel is feeding, feeling a little bit of pressure. It's not a contract year for Debo, but it's a year that might decide the rest of his future, at least the rest of his future with the San Francisco 49ers. If he has a similar season this year as he did in 2022, it could be his final year as a 49er. So again, it's not a contract year, but it almost acts in a similar way because I think Debo Samuel knows he has to put up, otherwise he might be on the way out. Well, and I don't think it's a matter of stats. I think it's mm -hmm. a matter of impact. And I mean, you, yes, you could say he only had a one 100 yard receiving game last year in 2021. I think he had five and he had like three in the first six weeks of the season. <laughs> so he came out of the gates blistering hot. And then of course, transition to kind of that, that wide back, that hybrid that can do both out of the backfield as well as in. I do think this year we're going to see him out of the gates be featured in the backfield along with Christian McCaffrey, that, that kind of run, uh, what do they call it? Run CMC, sort of a, a setup back there with Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to want the ball more in the red zone. The one area that I think he does provide a huge impact for the 49ers is he has maybe even more than McCaffrey and for, we saw it in 2021, he has a nose for the end zone like no other member on that offense. I mean, he can take, it's like his game speed is incredible. He can take a five-yard slant to the house. He can burrow through a linebacker. He, he can run over a safety. Uh, he can take guys with him inside the pile. He doesn't necessarily do anything in an elite fashion, but he does everything very well. And so I think if he gets off to a great start this year, uh, well, number one, it'll help whoever's at quarterback at the beginning of this season. And it'll also help the 49ers, I think, down the stretch, try to figure out who they want to be offensively. And Debo Samuel is the type of player to me, Mark, that is a playoff performer. We saw him with a 100-plus yard game against Seattle in the first round of the playoffs last year. To me, he is a guy that is difficult to cover because he's so unpredictable in how Shanahan and the 49ers like to use him. So... Uh, I, I love to hear that he wants to bounce back and that he thought last year was awful. I don't necessarily believe it was awful because I saw him have flashes of greatness, uh, but that was much more inconsistent to what we saw from, from a year ago. Yeah, no, you're right. And it, 100%, you want your star player to think 
and feel that way. I'm not sure there are many other people who would, you know, grade his season as awful. You're right. I, I certainly would, wouldn't. There's nowhere near as good as he was the year before. But again, that was a record-breaking season. Like, you're not going to just walk out of bed and roll out of bed and repeat that. Like, that, that's not going to happen. Debo Samuel could have another fantastic season, be an all-pro this year, and totally change the conversation about, you know, Samuel versus Ayuk. And he still could not come close to what he did in 2021. That's how incredible that season was. Uh, So when you compare the two, yeah, one certainly pales in comparison. But he also was not bad last year. Also, his touches, he didn't get as many. The 49ers didn't need as much from him last year. I think it's one thing to say, Evan, Debo Samuel had almost a 1,000 fewer combined yards this most recent season as the one before. And the 49ers struggled. They went about 500. They went nine, uh, whatever it is, nine and eight on on the season. And and they just sneaked into the playoffs. They got the last seed in the NFC. It's like, okay, Debo, your team was struggling. They really needed you to step up and will them to victories. That's not how it went at all. Once Christian McCaffrey got in after the first loss, when they lost to the Chiefs, when McCaffrey didn't play a a full complement of snaps, The 49ers did not lose the rest of the way. And yes, they were chasing the two seed. Uh, They were chasing the Vikings. They eventually caught them and got that two seed. But the 49ers did not need to run Debo Samuel into the ground just to get into the playoffs like they did in 2021. So I think also the way the season went had an impact on Debo Samuel's stats, which I think to your point is why you shouldn't just be considering statistics when you figure out how Debo Samuel did this coming year or any given year. The situation around the team matters a whole lot. And if things go to plan for the 49ers, they probably won't need Debo Samuel to will them to victories this year like they did in 2021. So something to keep in mind as well is just game script. How many snaps is he playing? How many touches is he getting on a given week? It's probably better to look on an individual level How many tackles is he breaking per touch? How many yards is he gaining? His yak numbers, are they up? Are they down from last year? More on an average per game, per snap, per touch basis, as opposed to as a season, uh, how he compared to whatever year you're looking at. 